0: Hello and welcome to Galactic Goddess Podcast. I'm your host, Radha Nelia. And for those who are just coming on for the first time, welcome to my cosmic portal to the divine. A little bit about me. I'm a multimedia artist, a healer, a writer, a speaker, and of course, a truth seeker. I've traveled all over the world and garnered many experiences I'm excited to share with you. I've also lived in Hollywood for many years where I started as a model and became an award winning indie film director, producer, and actress. I didn't like the Hollywood games and I didn't want to play by the dark and secret rules. My vision is to create beauty, healing, and freedom in the world through my multimedia skill sets. I am the Creatress of Goddess Code Academy as a coach, healer, and teacher, professionally certified in over a dozen modalities. This led me to create my own healing modality called Goddess Activations and the Goddess Code. After working with hundreds of clients through therapeutic healing sessions, I discovered that one of the most important aspects of healing was for a client to be truly witnessed and to be heard, to share deep and personal stories truly helped the healing process for so many. After I wrote my own first healing workbook, Quan Yin Goddess Activations and then my forthcoming, The Galactic Goddess Memoir, which are both available now and I'll post the links below, I was inspired to create Rata Publishing to give voice to star seeds, artists, healers, visionaries, revolutionaries, rebels, truth seekers, poets who want to co-create a new world that is sovereign and free. These stories will be published across the globe to be heard far and wide to help heal and activate others through this intimate sharing. The name of the first book is called Awakening Starseeds, Stories Beyond the Stargates. And if you'd like to be part of this collaborative series, I invite you to learn more and I will post links below. Um, it would be an honor for you to be part of Rada Publishings and I'll post all the links below. We are the change we want to see in the world. It starts with us and I invite you to join me in this powerful movement. Hello and welcome to another episode of Galactic Goddess Podcast. And this is not just any episode. This is the January 2019 with miss Sarah Paash our evolutionary astrologer we're so grateful to have our in-house astrologer giving us the forecast for the beginning of the year so welcome Sarah thank you
1: yeah I'm so glad to be here and I'm super excited to get started with 2019 there's all sorts of fun stuff in the works
0: (laughs) yes um, the themes well we were talking about this just a few minutes ago one of the themes is ego death yeah
1: um well we have eclipse season starting off right away in january so with the north node and cancer and south node and capricorn 2019 eclipses um are going to be here so yeah i mean ego death in the sense of like i think we're dying to old Systems and structures of authority and like climbing the corporate ladder or just you know moving to just get ahead that kind of divine masculine wound is is definitely coming up and we can see everywhere all the power structures are all being resurfaced and the dynamics the hidden the secrets the um, the manipulations all of that um, the south node is the point of release of karmic you know healing and letting go and moving away from and so in order for us to heal we have to be able to see what it is first and yes we're definitely moving through some territory of like demolishing old ways of doing things old you know motivations and systems mm-hmm. um, but for the benefit of of a more interconnected you know, way of living our lives, a way of approaching mm-hmm. our work, not just um, our relationships. But I think it's going to be more about bringing all of that kind of collective ascension we've been going through and mm-hmm. applying it to our work in the world.
0: Mm-hmm. It sounds like a tower moment because w- with two eclipses, <laughs> I mean, you're going to have some towers, but I, you know, in um, like the tarot deck, the tower moment is the tower where people are falling out of the tower and there's a lightning but it's not, for me, I always say it's like a reset. Like we're, we're doing like a hard reboot is what it feels like. The beginning of the year, it's like you're pressing out on the computer and you're rebooting it. <laughs> also, systems <laughs> need to get realigned to the divine and anything, any of the corruption, the junk, the junk, you know, the, um, we get infiltrated in our computers with viruses and we have to clean them out. Mm. And I feel like yeah. so much of our structures have have had have so many like energy d- viruses, what I call energy viruses, mind viruses, all of this stuff that causes um, ultimately, um, ultimately literally detonation to the, to the whole. So we need to just accept that this is coming to a head, you know. And um, I'm excited. I'm excited. I love um, big astrological events because I know that we're shifting that we're being we're being forced to shift because so much of the shift has to be collective like we can't just we can't just be like you know 100,000 people are making the shifts internally and mm-hmm. um, in the world and then the rest is just do to do doing the same thing over and over like we have to reset together and so I think these are opportunities for us to have massive Breakthroughs, but but let's go deeper. You know, I'd like to hear your explanation of an ego death <laughs>
1: Well, I want to say first that the whole system updating and like literally getting a new update and hitting download um, I, I literally had that image when I was looking at the astrology for January It was like systems updating and if we think about the, the ruler of Capricorn, Saturn, the taskmaster. That's really where we look for the medicine in, in this moment, in this transition. It's really like showing up and doing the work day to day, moment to moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and really just like putting our money where our mouth is, <laughs> like that's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so the ego death comes, I think this month, it's gonna come from Witnessing maybe those, like you said, viruses or those glitches in our system, where we're still kind of being driven by, you know, unconscious fear, insecurity, or a need to, like I said, get ahead or be first. Um, this January astrology is—it's active and it's asking us to be a really, um, a humble, like, student, I guess, and also like taking action, like learning. I think good sportsmanship is going to be coming up because it's going to be a lot about being willing to. Show up day to day and do the work um, that might feel like loss because it's not immediately gratified. It's not immediately um, the results aren't immediate. It's not like we're gonna crash the tower and then we're gonna build it in a second. I think with technology yeah. and everything, we just we want to do things so fast. But I think this is really the, the astrology is laying the groundwork for the long run. So really, um, and I think all we can do it's a collective shift, like you said, but it's also like not being too focused on what everyone is or is not doing collectively um and really taking personal responsibility this month and i think prioritizing we always do new year's resolutions around this time um and the astrology wants us to get really clear because the um the eclipses obviously it's like fake train so everything's happening really fast you want to make sure that when the opportunities come or the changes are sweeping through that you have a really clear vision of the direction that you're moving towards so you have a clear yes and a clear no Mm -hmm. Um, because we can't say yes to everything I think that's going to be something that's coming up. Um, One of the major things that's happening in 2019 overall is this Jupiter square Neptune and Saturn sextile Neptune. Mm -hmm. All three planets are in their home sign so they all have all of their resources all of their strengths and I think with Jupiter square Neptune it's kind of like this learning curve of um like empty excess like wanting just too much like saying yes to too many things um and just expanding 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 but it's like this emptiness to it there's kind of like a missing Mm -hmm. kind of groundedness Mm
0: -hmm. and I think
1: that's where the Saturn um, medicine is really going to be in 2019 is like the people who really choose moment to moment for the things that are building the structures that they want to like live their lives in you know Mm -hmm. the value system the priorities. like that's going to be paid off and yeah I think just discernment I think ego death like being able to say no even though there might be the temptation to say yes because Mm -hmm. you might get that award or you might get that promotion or you might get you know a date with somebody but it's like if you don't it doesn't feel like truly resonant all the way through
0: yeah Um, yeah
1: i think owning
0: that (laughs) that makes so much sense it sounds to me like in a way it's like yeah coming back to the basics like not overextending yourself because um for the for what we consider like the reward you know um we want the we want the long term we want the big picture goal and that's what I'm seeing. Like the big picture is slow and steady. You know, we we make progress every day, a little bit every day, a little bit every month. We're going for the for the big picture, and um, and that that means like letting go of a lot of the quick, I guess, quick like rewards or quick fixes. The, um, we live in a culture that really thrives on quick things like oh if i put a picture up i'm gonna get quick likes or i'm gonna get quick um, re- results on dating apps or quick 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 whatever's quick and easy and i think we're realizing that like that's not sustainable what is sustainable mm-hmm. is like slow and steady but steady steady wins mm-hmm. the race you know um we and also patience i think so much patience and compassion for, for the new year, because um, I do feel, I do feel energetically, there's huge shifts all around us, like sh- it's coming, you know, I, astrology is, is, um, is something I, I learned from you, but it's, to, but energetically, it just feels like there's like a, like a slow know, a cycle going around us, and it's, but it's like a washer, and we're just getting, we're in the slow, mm. Slow are getting steady. cleaned up yes. <laughs> we're getting like cleaned
1: yes and I, clean. yeah and I think being coming back to the idea of slow and steady too is like being willing to um, to like m- make a mistake and learn from it like I think that there's something with that as well as like we also live in a society where it's like how do we deal with disappointment and failure? Um, and the ego death is like throwing these tantrums because it's not going your way or it's not working the way you intended for it to work out. I think that's really like the personal integrity, the personal responsibility that's coming up. And I think it's like, you're responsible for you, you know? Like it's almost, I have this image of like, we're like raising ourselves, like, like we are our own parents. And I think that that's the collective theme of like the, the cancer, um, Capricorn dichotomy is the mother-father you know and so it's like really this relationship with um, and we felt it already in the mm-hmm. Cancer Full Moon just this past week mm-hmm. definitely all of that all of those things were coming up the family dynamics the inherited mm-hmm. um, roles of, of mother-father and really it's like how do you show up for yourself and like mm-hmm. having the discipline and also having, like, the structures in place. Mm -hmm. You can build, you build these muscles, like you said, it's like going to the gym and exercising. You don't start with the biggest weight the first time you go. And you don't, like, complain (laughs) that you're sore because you haven't (laughs) been working out forever. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm sore because I haven't been working out and it's going to take time. And, like, Mm -hmm. you just show up and do the work. Yeah. You don't expect to, like, eat donuts and (laughs) never work out and have, like, a ripped body. Like, it's just, I think it's like that. It's like, we're we're responsible for creating our results. Mm -hmm. Um, And this whole, this is what's coming to me too, is like this result reward punishment system that we operate Mm -hmm. in, that's very much like avoiding punishment or like trying to get the reward. Whatever that reward is, I think we're gonna have the opportunity to see like what rewards and punishment systems still maybe drive us Mm -hmm. and welcoming that information so that we can heal that and you know become more masterful i guess in the sense of like not being driven so easily mm-hmm. by those emotional reaction reward systems
0: that does sound like a child thing like if you're good if you're a good boy a good girl you're gonna get a reward um it was so interesting because i have that had like a, a text conversation with a friend last night and we're talking about you know self-soothing and I, I was like you know and the work that i do like i i help a lot of people hold space for them and i was saying that it's so much more challenging sometimes honestly to hold space for yourself you know and i was like i'm working on nurturing my own inner child you know and um, i've done so much inner child work but the the you know the inner child the wounded inner child in us it it needs like a lot of attention. <laughs> Mike laughing because I'm like, yeah. a lot of attention. <laughs> yeah. So. And I
1: think it's like a good sign too to know when I think a symptom of not giving ourselves those things that we need, those soothing, that attention, is then we start to unconsciously seek it outside of ourselves. And that's yes. when it's like the, the motivation to get that person's approval mm-hmm. or get that extra you know dollar in that really like kind mm-hmm. of icky way like it doesn't really feel completely right but mm-hmm. it looks good on paper yeah you know yeah. um if it if it's gonna if it's gonna come back around like i think the karmic cycle of like yeah i think i think act for your your future self and like who what you're trying to grow mm-hmm. and um really just focusing on that i think and i think that's the gift of the saturn neptune quality is like Mm -hmm. it's really grounding our ideals our Mm -hmm. spiritual ideals that neptunian quality of like you know being connected to something greater than ourselves Mm -hmm. having some sort of vision for Mm -hmm. the potential of the future Mm -hmm. and then having saturn come in and be like okay how do you show up for that not just when it's like you're doing a podcast and you're Mm -hmm. talking about it but how do you show up with it in the moment to moment kind of um circumstances I think yeah that's that's what we're working to
0: align with <laughs> it's it's like a full-time job people <laughs> I it mean is. I mean to be attuned like I think about it I'm like goodness you know um it doesn't matter where you are there's always more work to be done but it's not a bad mm-hmm. thing like I I do like the challenge of it I think it's I mean, sometimes it can be flustering. I like to find out what's underneath everything. That's why I like astrology so much because it really um, highlights like what where we are collectively. And like you and I, we both tap into the collective consciousness, you know. And so, you know, through dreams. And like for me, for many years, I would um, whatever was the big hit coming in, it would come through my body as a physical energy or emotion. And I would feel myself purging and processing all this stuff. And then I realized after some time, like, this is not even mine. Like, what's mine, you know? But um, so I had to learn to be like, OK, what's mine and what's not mine, because I'm not responsible. you know, I'm not responsible for purging out everybody's stuff. Just because I'm a healer, an empath, and a triple Pisces doesn't mean <laughs> my job. I have to take care of me. That's my job you know, Mm -hmm. and I need to, um, I need to, yeah, take care of me, be responsible for me, and then take care of my clients. You know, we have what we're, we all have what we're set to do. So we have to just do the best in navigating what's in front of us and our own emotions. Because when we tend to our own being, then we are actually helping stabilize much more than if we're trying to change everything in the world at once you know everybody wants to see these big changes but they all happen in m- minuscule ways inside of us shifts inside of us mm-hmm. so that that's a big thing I, get, I think a lot of people especially empaths are really like we have to carry the whole world on our shoulders we're responsible for this big shift you know and um while there is some truth that we're completely tapped into it it's we are responsible for ourselves that's our first responsibility right. our well-being
1: Hmm. yeah definitely and i do think that um for the astrology in january definitely tending to those habits and like the the habits that we want to build and the habits that you know we still have they still come up like the image that i have is um there's a talk from Pima show a meditation teacher and she talks about how the the detox, like the spiritual detox, Mm -hmm. is when we we find these habits, we witness these habits in our mind and we decide to stop feeding them. We decide to stop feeding them. But it's like a wheel that you've been kicking. It's spinning, you've been kicking it for years and years and years, your whole life, right? Mm -hmm. And now you're like, you see it and you're like, oh my God, this wheel, I could just stop kicking it. So Mm -hmm. you make a decision, you commit to not kick it, but the wheel doesn't stop spinning because mm-hmm. it's been being kicked for years. So mm-hmm. that's the part where it's like just releasing and untangling ourselves from those old patterns and having to resolve and the commitment to, to do the work. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done so much work, but mm-hmm. are we going to show up still with some humility and grace or is it going to be like, I've been there, I've done that, I've healed myself, like, not my problem. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm so like, Could go that
0: way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, laughing, so I'm like, yeah, I wish it was that easy. <laughs> I, think it, I think that that
1: happens, though. I think our egos, there's, yeah. like, that spiritual right, that righteousness, right? And yeah. the whole Jupiter-Neptune square could also be, like, getting lost, like, getting lost in the journey that we're on and feeling, like, like, forgetting the, that we had somewhere, like some kind of ground to walk on and we're just like trying to be all things to all people, go to all places yeah. and just be this, this huge spiritual like guru, but it's like not being able to be kind to the person who is standing in front of you at over the counter or something, you know? Um, yeah, and then also um, there are some, so the squares that we talked about, but then also, there's some beautiful aspects happening with Venus and Mars. There's going to be a trine um, when Venus enters into Sagittarius. And later later in the month, there's going to be a trine between Venus and Mars. And Jupiter's also going to be there. So there's like this integration, I think, of the masculine and feminine. And this kind of... Um, I think we can find our flow as far as like the dance goes, and like taking, you know, it's just learning the steps. <laughs> so like, that's a great image. Is like we're we're at a dance class, and it's our dance with the with the universe and the co-creation of what we want, and yeah, like the interplay between us and others, and and the energies that are receptive, and then also the energies that are more active. So it's like we're really just having to clean and declutter the way that we take action. I think. Um,
0: well, yeah. What What do you think the biggest theme for January is, as far as like themes go? I mean, it says you know breaking habits, um, uh, showing up, building self trust, going for distance but um, not for speed, which is like taking it slow and steady, progress.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean,
1: I think the overall theme is like showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, I mean, the biggest thing is the eclipses, you know, mm-hmm. it's like they, these are big portals. And so there's huge cycles. Another thing that I wanted to make sure we touched on was the, um, the site, cy- the Uranus cycle that's closing. So Uranus oh. is direct right in the beginning of the month, right after that eclipse. And, um, and it's going to close that cycle in Aries and officially enter Taurus where it'll be until April of 2026. Mm-hmm. So this is a huge cycle because these are I mean Uranus won't come back to Aries for another 84 years. So Whoa. This huge. This is a huge closing. And we can think back to May of 2018. That's when it officially entered Taurus before retrograding back into Aries. And um there was definitely like a big kind of like awakening and energetic like realignment that was happening. There was a mm-hmm. lot of stuff coming up. Um, a lot of big change. And I just think like there's a big closing. There's like a big uh-huh. cycle, closing, and uh-huh. it, it's in these um, these cardinal signs of like initiating action and and just how we show up in leadership qualities of leadership uh-huh. of yourself. Hmm. Uh-huh. Hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. I uh-huh. want to ask
0: about Mars in Pisces. Is that happening in January?
1: Mars is in Pisces actually right now, and then Mars will enter Aries. Um, It's home sign December 31st, I believe, this month. So it's closing its Pisces um, transit soon, within a few days.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. For some reason, I thought that Mars was gonna be entering Pisces in January again or something like that. But um, so where's Mars moving to? Into Aries. So into its home sign of Aries. But
1: while Mars enters Aries in January, there's gonna be some squares that he's gonna be making. to Mercury and to some of the other players. And so again, I think it's like Mars is how we take action. It's our ego, it's our assertion, our will, our like mm. drive to go get what it is that we want. Um, and I think it's just being mindful that there could be some like temperamental challenges <laughs> that we are, we're meeting. Um, it, like, Mars, <laughs> Mars has a lot of, um, has is like the most brave they say when there's a mm. Mars in and Aries. And so, I think it's like owning our bravery and our courage and like our you know being willing to take risks um, but not risking like just the right compromise or the right risk I guess is making sure that it's not um, I think that there's a lot of heat there's a lot of fire coming in in January so that's also something to be mindful of is like we have to channel that energy somewhere or else we're just like starting fires. Oh wow. So watching the temperament, watching the ego temperament and the, the, um, the whole slow and steady thing that you talk about, it's also like shifting from reactive to the ability to respond. And that's mm. what responsibility is, is like slowing down so that we actually have that self-assertion to like decide how we wanna respond and not just being like triggered and activated, you know?
0: So tired of triggers. <laughs> Triggers I be gone. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think that's ever going to end, but uh, I mean, the way we deal with triggers is, has to be the, has to be the change we want to see in the world. Not that the triggers aren't going to end you guys, don't worry about that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So um, with the eclipses, the, um, so is it, is it unusual to have two eclipses in one month or is that pretty standard? Um, I would
1: say that's pretty standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that's pretty standard. That's usually what happens. The second eclipse is the total lunar eclipse. So it's a full moon and it's actually the exact same day that the sun enters Aquarius. Oh wow. and so It's a full moon in Leo, um, although the the north node and south node are actually in Cancer and Capricorn. Okay. Um, so there's like a combination of these energies, I think, that's, that's going to be coming up. It's like a little bit of an integration of the eclipse season we had in the last year and a half coming into this eclipse season and it's a full moon so it is a culmination it's like a transition wow. and um really like a, a bridge from the all the changes and the eclipses that have been taking place in 2018 all of those major activated um you know portals mm-hmm. and pathways and doorways opening and um yeah now it's like moving into this this new eclipse season but that that eclipse is pretty intense there's um there's yes, a please tell. There's do tell. <laughs> there's, what a, are you for? there's a conjunction with um, Venus and Jupiter in Sagittarius, so the two benefics of the sky are coming together, which could be like a beautiful boon of creativity and mm-hmm. romance and pleasure and play and joy. Um, it could also be like an overindulgence of those things. It could be like mm-hmm. being blinded by the by the desire for something pretty and nice mm-hmm. and like. Feeling good in the moment, um, they're they're making a square to Neptune, so it's a little bit of like the lens, the rose-colored glasses might be. a little Oh, weird. not those
0: again! Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think I think we
1: can know though um, <laughs> ahead of time, and then we can make sure that like we're seeing things clearly and not just what we want to see or we're hoping to see.
0: I, I learned um, my lessons from the rose-colored glasses. <laughs> nah, ooh, yeah. Watch out.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so definitely like healing our perception. Um, like you just said, you know, like healing those mm-hmm. those old ways of uh-huh. of viewing. Yeah, so a big culmination, a big I think that there's a lot of also um like culminating cycles of like karmic rewards. I think that like people are gonna be making progress in uh-huh. January. I think that there's gonna be things that are finally like coming to fruition and taking form mm-hmm. and you know, with that success comes an even higher call to be an in integrity and a higher call to responsibility uh-oh um, no, i'm just
0: joking. i'm just totally kidding yeah <laughs> more responsibility yes my book comes yeah. out january 11th and i'm like oh i have to be more responsible <laughs> Well,
1: it is true though. If you have this book that's published and it's yes. like it's out there in the world, it, it does hold you to a higher standard because you have to show up as this person that you
0: mm-hmm. say
1: you are, you know? And so,
0: yeah. Uh, and I think disclaimer, also, like. Disclaimer, I, I said, I state very clearly, I'm not here to be perfect. I'm here to grow and learn. Disclaimer! Yeah. But yeah, but I strive yeah. to achieve that um, evolution that I speak about because that's what we're here for after all so
1: well and I think that's like that's so key I'm so glad you said that because it is about showing up you know just doing just having your best foot forward step by step and the whole idea of um, just doing the best you can Mm -hmm. and that's the image of like the good sportsmanship um, the theme of the Saturnian theme of like criticism could also be coming in and I think there's like, there's constructive criticism and our mm-hmm. ability to, to be uh, available to learn from, you know, the feedback we're getting or the things that are, there's learning curves and it's like, how do we show up to that? Are we willing to learn? And I think what you said is so beautiful and perfect. It's like disclaimer, we're all just here to grow and learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just, just having that intention though, really having that intention and the, the grace to admit when, that's not there and why isn't it there like what what do we need to do to take care of ourselves to support ourselves so that we do have the motivation to show up and we do have the desire to like put our best foot forward
0: yeah it's not yeah i think that's so important i think especially like if you're on the quote unquote path there's so much pressure like oh i've got to be perfect all the time or i've got to be nice all the time and sometimes i'm not nice all the time. <laughs> sometimes you know i'm far from perfect i make mistakes, but I learn really fast and I and I think that's important. Like I will show up over and over again. It doesn't mean I'm gonna be perfect and it doesn't mean that I'm not gonna mess up, you know? and that's that's the whole point is like I want to you know, especially people to know that that there's this belief or or underlying thing like, oh, like if you're on a spiritual path, like you have to be perfect and um I love what you said about just showing up because to me, that's what matters. Like, are you going to show up again or are you just going to give up? Are you going to show right. up again? Like, okay, you fall on your face. Are you going to get up? Mm. You know, we, mm-hmm. we all fall on yeah. our faces. I've, I've fell on my faces so many times. If I never got up, I'd just be, you know, I might as well just give up. But it's like, no, you get up. You get up, you brush yourself off, you go, oops. I learned from that (laughs) and um i might might accidentally do it again but i'm gonna try not to you know and giving ourselves a little bit of permission to have a little bit of leeway to say you know keep showing up but there's nowhere ever that you have to be perfect because that's just sort of um an illusion like we're here really to grow and learn and the truth is we learn from contrast that's why we have those big things like the eclipses and things mm-hmm. that sort of go boom and we're like, whoa, because that's how we learn from contrast. At least in this particular time, we still learn somewhat from duality. Although we want to, we're moving towards ascending and transcending it, but in the meantime, we're still we're still going through the learning curves and um, upgrading and, um, and um, part of the part of what's really helping us have that catalyst for this these big shifts is like is shit hitting the fan sometimes right like that's where we mm-hmm. we're like oh man i'm never gonna do that again or i learned so much from that lesson that was so painful you know whatever that mm-hmm. is so
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, too, we've been building a lot of resiliency muscles over the past year. 2018 was so much growth and so much change Mm -hmm. and so much catalyst. It was, I mean, there were so many karmic cycles opened and closed and just, I mean, 2018, everybody knows, was so transformative. (laughs) Um, And we hopefully we have learned a lot. I think that it's it's knowing that even though there's new circumstances and new Uh people and, and new ways that the reality might be testing those things uh-huh. I think it's like looking in your toolbox and realizing that you, you do have the resources you do maybe know um, applying the medicine of like applying the lessons that we have learned as well as continuing to refine and refine uh-huh. um, but yeah like being a master of ourselves and um, you know approaching our, ourselves and our circumstances as a masterpiece as uh-huh. the kind of intention and and focus to to keep showing up, to keep learning. I think, yeah, the ability, to, it's okay to make a mistake, but it's like, first of all, if we can't admit we made, made a mistake, then we can't ever change it. If we can't admit something's not working, we can't ever change it and make the make it work again. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like taking a step back and reviewing, you know before you go into 2019, it's like, mm-hmm. what have you tried? What hasn't worked? What uh, has worked? Uh, and maybe like using that um, as a resource for you to go forward and to keep trying, have an inventiveness, have an openness, having mm-hmm. that brawny quality of like mm-hmm. that, that courage to just like do something that's totally radical or something <laughs> um, and just try it, like experiment, but then being willing to say, like, it's it's maybe not just this one way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I was chuckling because I was like writing down everything I learned in 2018. My that's a whole book. <laughs> it was yeah. so it, it was so intense, but beautiful and so intense. Um, kind of like, yeah, it was like a hard workout that never stopped. <laughs> right, but we built these muscles, and it's kind of like
1: there's there's no wasted opportunity. There's no experience that's wasted. It's like sure. really. That idea of almost like the composting you know ideas of, of really like recycling the lessons and recycling the growth so that we can pave it forward to like to our future ah,
0: I love that that's so my book the galactic goddess is, is about um, taking certain like lessons and I share like not so graceful moments and some dark stuff I share a lot of dark shadow stuff in that book too and um, taking that and then learning and then learning from it you know that everything what I wanted to really convey is that everything is worthy of, of noting like like there's nothing that was a waste in our life that mm. every single experience that we had has value especially the things that we look back and go I cannot believe I survived that or I went through that or um, that this happened the things that are the hardest in the moment sometimes garner the most incredible silver lining lessons for us. So I think that's a beautiful thing that you said that nothing is a waste that really hit home that, that just like with, with compost, I compost out here, we take all of our, um, all of the fruits and vegetable rinds and put them in the, in the, you know, put them in the dirt to help build the soil because that goes back into the mm-hmm. ground and rebuilds so that we can have more nutrients and hopefully next year I'm going to build a garden (laughs) yeah Mm
1: -hmm. I mean I think that's a perfect imagery of and symbolism of exactly what we're talking about and I think that is kind of like 2019 is very active it's very much about like showing up and it's time Mm -hmm. like it is everything is here it's and it's kind of like are you ready like how bad do you want it and what is your reason for wanting it i think just getting really clear Mm -hmm. on that and Mm -hmm. um and just really showing up in that saturnian way of like day by day step by step Mm -hmm. building a strong foundation going for sustainability Mm -hmm. going for the stability that you talked about in the very beginning um and really being being open to the idea of releasing old power dynamics Mm -hmm. or you know the the hunger for this ego power mm-hmm. or whatever it is that mm-hmm. can leave us feeling kind of empty or oh yeah dirty, you know mm-hmm. that's the
0: show <laughs> I, I love that so much because mm-hmm. it's true i think it's really about refining like what's motivate what's our motivating force um it's so important to 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 do that and i it's like you can feel the difference, I can tell you. You can feel the difference. When you're coming from a different motivating force, instead of wanting this this sort, sort of achievement, um, rather coming from, well, it, it's about the big collective picture, or it's about the big picture. It's about the big picture. Mm-hmm. Um, it just shifts the whole dynamic. It also helps you to relax into it, I think, too, because we put so much pressure on ourselves, and, um, and good things do take time. Please understand that, people. You know, everyone, like I said earlier, every, everyone wants a quick fix, a quick gimmick, or the quick um, reward, or the quick lottery, or the quick easy, easy relationship. There is no easy relationship. If you want a relationship, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to work on it. And And believe me, you're gonna have, your partner will be your biggest mirror and challenge they will challenge you and if you don't like challenges don't be in a relationship because there's no easy relationship there's no easy um, there, there are ones that fit and feel divine and right and they, they're mostly gonna feel good but I think anytime we engage in something that's real and authentic there's gonna be growth there's gonna be up-leveling right. there's gonna be breakdowns there's gonna be breakthroughs and it's about mm-hmm. us going slow and steady and not giving up on what it is we really believe in in our hearts and soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah there's so much there's so much there yes. <laughs> um
1: <laughs> yeah i i do i just i think overall it's really awakening the proper competitive spirit in us you know mm-hmm. that like i said i just keep getting the image of like being a good sport and what does it mean you know i think being being okay to be all in and be competitive and to really like go for what you want Mm -hmm. um but to to be sure that you're not attached to it and it's not just a Mm self-serving motivation to the point where this is the image is like it's like the the shadow side of, of capricorn could be like you you want something so bad that you go for it and you get this achievement but it's you're all alone like no one's there with you at the end you don't have anybody to like share this um reward with so it's like like, the whole compromise and and like yeah not just like paving such a fire way forward that you burn Mm -hmm. other people around you or burn bridges i think it's important that we are tending to the bridges and tending to the people
0: and really like keeping that nourishing that as well I love that. That's that's so much my goal for twenty nineteen personally is more community and co-creating with others. And that's why I created Rada Publishings too, is because I'm gonna do collective book series to invite other people because I wanna play with others. I love I love writing I love hearing people's stories. Like I wanna hear mm-hmm. other people's stories and I wanna weave them together and see how do all of our stories, though we may come from totally different backgrounds. How do they weave together? Because I believe stories, deep stories, personal stories, intimate stories, bring us together. You know, in the past, we used to sit around campfires and you know do ritual storytelling. You know, in the very in the very past, and that's how we handed down stories. But we've sort of come far from that, and now you know we don't. We're not connected to our stories and how they weave together, and. Um, <laughs> I think that's where a lot of healing, because I, I you know, I used to sit, um, I used to sit in an office in my, um, well, my home, and, and see people in um, Studio City Hills, and, and I would sit in front of people and I'd hear stories after stories after stories, and part of my job was to be able to hear people's stories, and so um, what I realized is that our stories all all have a, a thread that weaves through them. So if, uh-huh. we can find, if we can find more similarities and, instead of the separateness that is going on, the division, um, how can we be more related? You know, How can we come together? How can we um, unite? How can we find the similarities rather than amplifying all the differences between us is really what I think is important. Yeah, and I
1: think, I think what you're saying too is It's so valuable. It's so true. It's like, it's a truth that never gets old like that. It's all really true. And in the sense of like, we're all always beginners. Like we're all always learning there. I think that there's another thing to think about too, is um, there's probably people who have done it before. So I think in that mindset of being a learner is like learning from the right people and Mm -hmm. you know reaching out to people and and receiving support. Um, Because I do think that there's like, we're doing new things. We're we're living completely different lives than we I bet if everyone thinks about one year ago from today, mm-hmm. um completely one eighty, completely like a different mm-hmm. world that we're living in. And so um, yeah, like getting the support, investing in the support and the the connections mm-hmm. and the stories. And listening to people share, you know, who have, yes. been, who have done that. And not mirroring and, and mimicking. Like we're not mm-hmm. doing it exactly like that. We still have to keep that inventiveness yes. and that, yes. um, authenticity. But I but yeah, like you don't have to do it all by yourself. You don't have to figure it all out. Like there's no. probably something done it and can help you, you know. Yeah,
0: that's so true. I think it's important that we learn from each other. And that's why it's also awesome you know astrology is an incredible thing there's so many tools astrology is great because it really maps out where you are in your chart what what you know what you need to learn um, probably you guys to check out Sarah's website and maybe get a reading because that's a great way to tune in to your um, understanding of yourself and I think that's really what it comes down to understanding ourselves helps us be more related to understanding others you know when Mm -hmm. take time to invest and i i mean i've i've invested so much in my healing work and all of the things that i do because it's i'm worth it you know i've always thought i'm worth it and you're worth it like it's you're worthy of investing in understanding yourself and and metaphysically too like we don't it's not just um it's not just like just working out the gym and looking super hot like investing in how you look it's about investing on your inner world that keeps expanding, you know, that keeps growing. We wanna grow from within. And um, balance it also like with yoga and exercise, obviously, but so many times like in in our society, we're like, we want to look the part or look the image or Mm. it's about, Mm -hmm. um, it's like, if you look good, then you're all good. If it looks good on paper, Mm -hmm. then it's all good. But so many people that have it looking good and on paper and you know in person it's not feeling good inside so how do you create balance because your inner world is just as important as your outer world it's not they're not separate they're they they're coexisting at the same time
1: oh for sure and i think that that's where the maturity and the responsibility come in is like taking care of our health and making healthy decisions and making healthy choices again the prioritizing um and really having that focus and having that long-term picture overall Mm -hmm. it's like we're you know like you said you're composting and in the future you're going to grow this garden but it's Mm -hmm. like there's just these steps we have to take Mm -hmm. in order to build this foundation in order to build this health from the inside out so Mm -hmm. continuing to tend to the work is definitely something um to be mindful of beautiful
0: (laughs) the step by step Mm -hmm. yeah but also, don't forget to have fun. Don't forget to have yeah. fun. <laughs> you gotta have fun right. too. If
1: if we're doing um what truly fills what, what truly fills us up, what mm-hmm. we're truly called to do, like if we're really in alignment, then the work is fun. It doesn't. It's not separated. It's not this like all work, all play. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like whistle while you work. Like it's <laughs> like doing the work. I love you, that. What to do. hmm Yeah, yeah. It's so so I do work. think have fun. But I think it's... January's kind of like a no-nonsense, get-to-work kind of month. And I think that it will pay off, like, in the long term. So really... got shivers
0: when you said totally that. Show up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: like, no-nonsense, <laughs> get-to-work kind of month. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's like, it's like a deeper joy. Because you know that it's like that deeper satisfaction that you're showing up for and doing something that has that has really like good value you know not just like like you said not just to like look good in the moment but it's like to feel good about the work you're doing Mm -hmm. um and giving yourself that credit giving yours it's like we have to self-soothe and then we also have to self-encourage and self
0: yeah
1: validate and by the way
0: i just want to insert that there's nothing wrong with being proud of what you're doing guys like it you know um part of Part of being human also is is having an ego and being like this is what I'm creating, this is what I'm doing, and I'm proud of it. Like when you're doing great work in the world, be proud of the work that you're doing too. I see so many like incredible starseed light workers that are so shy to share their magic and I'm and I'm like, No, share it. You got something to share. You're contributing. Share it. Like why would you withhold your magic and wonder and your arts and your gifts and your music and all the skills that you have we're here to share because we Mm -hmm. we inspire others you know um when people share their their beautiful work with you know in any way that they do especially artists i'm so inspired and i love sharing the work i do and i think that's part of the fun you know as kids we used to be like i drew this look at my drawing you know like we used to be more playful about it and now there's a sort of like um well especially i think for like like i said again light workers who feel like oh I shouldn't because that's my ego and it's like oh gosh please like if you have something awesome to share please share it like that's just ridiculous like I I don't feel shy about sharing anything I do because why I put my heart and soul into it and it's my life force it's my magic when I share it's from my heart and soul so why would I be shy about that I know that it's uplifting and positive contribution you know just like these podcasts Mm -hmm. that we do and these shows like we create them and share them because they're from our heart and soul we want to help contribute this is our way to um to help educate people or share with people whatever your skill set is whatever you're meant to do please do it and know that you're worthy, deserving of um, sharing your magic with the world so with that, um, I, I love just that. want to say thank you, Sarah, for coming on. If you have anything else you'd like to share before we um, depart, I, I want to thank you so much for coming on.
1: Thank you. No, I just I'm wishing everybody so much well wishes and just exciting, exciting change and time and new beginnings really coming to fruition this next month. And I, I hope that everybody has. Um, yeah, that encouragement and that enthusiasm that you talked about to really feel empowered to go for it, like Mm -hmm. whatever it is, to like really go for it and to just stay, do what you need to stay grounded and connected to your own own system of values and measurements Mm -hmm. so that we can collectively, through our individual choices, Mm -hmm. restructure the systems and the power dynamics. It's like putting the power back into the heart and um, the heart of humanity. Yeah. So yeah, I think I'm excited. It's going to be awesome.
0: I am excited too. Thank you. Thank you guys for joining us. I just wanted to send out so much love, know that you are worthy and deserving of your dreams, your aspirations, Um, drop into your heart and feel into it because your heart is your greatest navigation and your greatest tool and you are worthy of your heart's desires. So have the courage to step forward in your truth to forge your own path and purpose. You don't have to do it like anyone else. You can do it just the way that you are divinely meant to do. And with that, we send you so much love. We do love and adore you and wishing you the best for 2019.